Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up? Welcome in. This is The Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening to the show, I'm Doug Gottlieb in for Colin Cowherd, the radio-only edition of the best sports show on radio. The Herd rolls on live from Los Angeles. What's that Colin always says? Wherever you may be and however you may be listening to the show, thanks so much for making us part of your day. We are uh, high atop our skyscraper in uh, Sherman Oaks, California, where it is set to be hotter than the sun later on this afternoon. Matter of fact, plenty of people who live on the sun are coming into Southern California to cool off this weekend. Right? We have two weekends left before football is on TV. Two weekends left before football is is on TV. Pac-12 Media Days taking place. Don't know if that matters to you. Uh, SEC Media Days have taken place. We got some college football stuff. A little bit stuff sort of for you, if you will. Uh, Major League Baseball, obviously we're getting closer and closer to that trade deadline. Will Shohei Otani finish his season and will it be the end of his career with the Angels as he continues to chase the home run record? Stop with the American League home run record. Everybody knows Barry Bonds and those guys were on steroids. There is no, there's no, there's, there's no, hey, I got a perfect score in the SAT. Yes, you cheated on that SAT. I know, but I still got a perfect score. In no place in the world do we consider somebody who cheated to get a record a viable record. So he's going after the home run record that Aaron Judge set last year. Speaking of Aaron Judge, Yankees in bad shape. Can they turn their season around? Got a little baseball for you in the herd. Right, that's probably a baseball. Women's World Cup getting started. I don't know. Anybody? You know, we didn't win the Olympics. I think Canada win the Olympics? I think Canada did. 
So this is, is this a redeemed team? Not sure. Anyway, that gets underway tonight-ish, tonight-ish. But the story that has been the story of this week in sports is, oh my God, running backs are just treated so mean. And there is a parallel to the Jets' demands or the Jets' rules that you can't show or Hard Knocks is not going to show players being cut because it's just too emotional. We've done this in society where we try and eliminate any sort of real negativity and then we wonder why people struggle when real negativity strikes in your life. I mean, think about this. It's not that players aren't going to get cut from the Jets, right? Like when the Jets start camp, like the Chiefs started camp, how many players did they have? The answer is 90, right? They got to cut it to 53. So somewhere in there, there is 37, 37 guys who will be out of a job or some will, of course, be on practice squad and there's some, you know, play with the numbers. But the idea that we're going to pretend like that doesn't exist, that doesn't happen, we can't see those conversations there's a parallel there to the running back market. It's like, we just can't have real conversations anymore. You know, this entire week has been, well, running backs, they need to form their own union. Huh? Well, Saquon Barkley, he needs to not play. Huh? Just so we're aware, okay, Saquon Barkley, and um, Josh Jacobs and Tony Pollard. Three talented running backs, three fairly young running backs. All three, by the way, and like, do not get this twisted in your, if you're, if you're a scroller every morning or if you're listening to sports radio or you're watching sports on TV, if you, if you listen to most, most of what you've heard, not everything, not everything with Colin, not everything with J-Mac, okay, but most everything, you will feel like the Cowboys, Raiders, and Giants said, hey, bud, we don't really want you. Here's an offer. Take, here's the money. Take it or leave it. That's not what happened. The, the Giants made an offer to Saquon Barkley months ago at a reported $12 million a year guaranteed, probably two and a half years. Josh Jacobs slightly below that, was below that number. Hey, and we don't know about Tony Pollard either. But the idea is, it, it's a negotiation. I want an extension. Okay, we'd like to keep you. I'd like, you know, some sort of guarantee in the future. Sure, we'd love to give you that. But we're not just going to overpay you because in every running backs, the average NFL career is about 3.9 years. The average NFL running backs career is 2.9 years. And oh yeah, by the way, Give me a second contract. That's a good contract, right? What are the big second contracts people are playing on right now? Christian McCaffrey wasn't hurt first three years, all banged ups ever since. Alvin Kamara, unbelievable new age running back wide receiver. How much has he been banged up? And then you go through the, you know, the Chiefs actually drafted a first round draft pick, but it was a seventh round draft pick that helped them win a Super Bowl. But regardless of which, it's this is the real conversation. Okay. If you if you know me and you know my background, I'm Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. It's the Herd on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
obviously I was a basketball player. I come from a basketball family. I've used it, and this is my 20th year in national sports radio where we cover all sports. But my area of expertise obviously has been basketball. And it's interesting. I haven't heard one person, not a soul, complain about traditional centers being either out of the NBA or having their con- their contracts aren't growing at the rate of Brad Beal. They're not like you'd show me a traditional center. Right? Jaleel Okafor, uh, Roy Hibbert. Heck, in college basketball, the last two years, Oscar Shibway and Zach Eady. I came out of college in the year 2000. Had they come out those years, they would have been lottery picks. So Zach Eady returns to college because he wouldn't be a first-round draft pick. When they get to the NBA, they oftentimes have a cup of coffee and then they're off to Europe. I haven't heard anybody go, you know, centers need to have their own union. No, the game has evolved. We're, we're going to punish NFL teams for getting smart with their money and not making long-term investments for short-term buys? That, by the way, is the dumbest stuff people ever utter. Only to be topped by the latest and greatest from Saquon Barkley. Because what Saquon Barkley is doing is what some of us have tried. Okay? What do you mean? I'll explain in a second. Saquon Barkley yesterday scrubbed his social media account of the New York Giants. Doesn't happen. If it's not on social media, it's not happening. It's like a relationship, right? If you're not in a relationship on social media, you're not in a relationship. You're not social media official. And of course, this is a move that we've seen from Kyler Murray, most famously. And like you go through the laundry list, guys in a contract negotiation. Didn't Quinn and Williams do that with the with the Jets this year as well? Right? Like, well, I don't have Jets on my website, on my on my Twitter handle. By the way, did he have a thread handle? Or did he just sign up for threads and then not use it like the rest of us? Because that's kind of what's happened, right? Like, I was on thread for like a day, and then I didn't really know how to use the GIFs and nobody else moved on and I went back to Twitter. Anyway, like Saquon, bruh, what what are you doing? And I understand what somebody might think like, hey, um, his only leverage is not playing, is not showing up. But is it really leverage? Because if you actually know the rules, and this is where the hard conversations come in, you want to sit him down and go like, "Um, Saquon, here's the thing. Even if the Giants woke up this morning and John Mara, the owner of the Giants, had this epiphany, I have to have Saquon Barkley. There's not a penny that I will not spend. What, what, we were at 12. He was at 14. Hell, give him 15. If he just said, you know what? I, 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 the negativity's too much. I want to give him $15 million. Do you know what the Giants can do? Nothing. It, there's a rule in the NFL. There's, there was a deadline. It was Monday at 4 o'clock Eastern. Either a contract extension is signed or you have to play under the franchise tag. The The only option would be they could pull that franchise tag and then he could become a free agent. Well, why would the Giants do that? Well, they don't like him. No, that's not true. They love Saquon Barkley. They offered him franchise tag, $10 million, which by the way, do, do people know they can do the exact same thing next year? No negotiation. They can get done with the season, go like, oh, you don't want any contract extension or we don't want you. Here's another one. It'll probably, be, it'll probably be about the same money. Might actually be less money next year. They have leverage. He has none. His Because leverage is, if I withhold, if I 
do this, I get something. What does he get? Every day he doesn't sign that contract once the season begins, he loses money. And if he doesn't play the entire year, he loses that year. And guess what? The Giants can do the same thing next year. And then they have two years of a franchise tag by rule. What Saquon Barkley is doing, and have you ever done this? Like you get your summer grades, you're like, oh, dude. And you realize I got a B plus, okay, in accounting. And I was like, one, there was a one paper I didn't do. I just blew off. I was like, ah, it's worth like 1% of your grade. But you had a 89.5. You're like, oh my God, had I just turned in that one paper, even at half credit, I would have a 90, I'd have an A, and that would be a four in my GPA, and then I'd be eligible. or And then I would be on the honor roll or whatever. And you go to the professor and you're like, hey, is there anything I can do? And they're like, yes, you could have done this before the deadline. We turned in your grades. There's nothing you can do, dude. Right? Saquon Barkley, there's nothing we can do. You can scrub all that crap you want off the New York Giants. If you play football next year, it's going to be the franchise tag. It's going to be for the New York Giants. Not just if you want it, if they want it. That's the rule. Who made that rule? Actually, your union did. How long is that rule in place for? Seven more years. Well, we need to renegotiate. No, the NFL is never renegotiating something. That's not the way it works. Right? Any contract in life. Right? Once, the, once you sign on the line that is dotted, that ink dries, that's it. Right? Ariel tried that, remember? Little Mermaid? Eh? Once you sign the line that's dotted, that's it. It's over. And again, by rule. So please stop with other people in the media. Right? Jay Williams at ESPN, he plays golf with them. He's like, oh, that's his leverage. That's not leverage, dude. Going to sit a whole year. Huh. He's going to do the Le'Veon Bell and then, oh yeah, by the way, how does it work by rule for the Giants? Just a redo of this year where they can franchise tag him. He has no leverage, but he hasn't played for a year. And then, oh yeah, by the way, after that year, they need to have another year of being a franchise taggy. It's over. The only thing left to do is, what do they say in Princess Bride, right? Go through, their, go through their pockets for loose change. That's it. It's over. This thing is done. You're a giant. You're playing for $10.09 million. Go out. Have a great year. Try to negotiate so that if you have a great year, maybe you get that contract extension you always wanted. Probably don't. And you know what? If the Giants don't like how you're doing business, but they like you as a football player, they can do it again. But these are hard conversations that we no longer will have even when everybody in professional sports knows you have 90 guys, you got to cut them to 53. These are realities. And, and when we stop lying to people because we like them, we like Saquon Barkley. He's like, he's like a Legatron, right? Like dude, dude's the most yoke guy ever. He seems like a great guy. This has nothing to do with liking you, not liking you, respecting you, not respecting you. This is business. This is a contract. You're going back to the professor when the grades are already done and saying, wait, what What if I, sorry, dude, 
We can't do anything even if we wanted to. I'm Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Herd. Coming up next, James Harden is the latest star to send out a cryptic message on social media. What if it really was like in those weird kind of hieroglyphic letters? That would be super, super cool. We're like, man, is that running water? Did he take down a did he take down a a, a mammoth? Anyway, we'll try and decipher that cryptic message. Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Doug Gottlieb in for Collins, is The Herd, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app. We got Jason Stewart in for the news in a second. Man, hardworking Old school. No, oh, it's Ryan Music with the news. Oh, Ryan Music's been, uh, he's been grinding in newsrooms forever. You know, just pulling things off the ticker. Remember the ticker? Hmm. Um, some interesting Aaron Rodgers quotes we'll get to upcoming. Plus, wait to hear what Lane Kiffin said about NIL. But let's catch up with Mark Stein. He's an NBA correspondent for Substack. That's where he writes. And I would encourage you to download this new podcast he has with Chris Haynes. You know, Chris Haynes, he does um, he does sideline for TNT. So Mark and Chris Haynes, two guys who have covered the league for years, all the insight you need. It's called This League Uncut. Remember, This League Uncut. And instead of like tweets, they actually talk about like super depth about everything going on in the league. And uh, Mark joins us now in the herd on Fox Sports Radio in the iHeartRadio app. Um I was uh, I was trolling James Harden on IG. You know, I, I'm 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 kidding now, but he put out a, a IG message. Okay, and you're much hipper in the IG. What does this actually mean? Right? It feels like I feel like one of those explorers in Egypt looking at hieroglyphics. Been comfortable for so long. Time to get uncomfortable. 
Um, w- what does that mean for James Harden? What's the message to the rest of the NBA? If I am your IG translator, this show and your uh, your <laughs> career could be your career could be in trouble. I mean, look, the, I think I think what you can glean from it is James Harden wants to go to the Clippers. He's made that clear. We've heard the Sixers publicly lobbying him to amend that stance. Joel Embiid has said it. Patrick Beverly just got to Philly. He said it. Daryl Morey went on the radio in Philly, and he said it. They're all hoping to change Harden's mind, but Harden's mind, you know, he is trying to send the message back. You can't change my mind. I want to be traded. I want out. But that word uncomfortable, you know, we don't have to rewind too far to remember how uncomfortable he made it for the Houston Rockets when he wanted out and how uncomfortable he made it for the Brooklyn Nets when he wanted out. Only he knows how far he's willing to go when training camp comes around. Does he really want to make things uncomfortable for the Sixers as well? But I would say he's dealing with the front office that has shown that it has as much or more patience than anybody else on the NBA map. We all remember the Ben Simmons saga, and you had know-it-alls like you and I yelling at Daryl Morey, take the trades that are on the table. You've got to get something for Simmons. This can't go on and on. And Daryl Morey waited all the way to the trade deadline in February, and he got the trade he wanted for James Harden then. So, you know, I don't think the Sixers are going to just yield and you know daryl morey himself is known for being okay with being uncomfortable too so i think we're just at the early stages of this standoff and this will not be the last ig post that us old men are trying to decipher okay how about this do do the do the clippers want him i think they want him to a degree but if you also study daryl morey's trade history he's not you know look he went on he went on 97.5 FM in Philly like he did during the Ben Simmons saga a couple of years ago and, and was very open about it, as open as you'll hear a GM. Daryl Morey said, we're not trading Harden unless we get a star back or unless we clearly get the pieces that we can flip to get a star. You know, the word he, the, the description he used was he wants a top flight running mate for Joel Embiid because Harden is that guy right now. That, now they have, Iris Maxi emerging, but all the word around the league is that the, 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 the Sixers ask for a Harden trade. It's a pretty high bar to hit right now. So there isn't exactly a line of teams forming, let's put it like that. Yeah, and look, the, the Clippers need a point guard, and it's, it is interesting that it would reunite him with Russell Westbrook. That friendship didn't didn't end well in Houston, although Westbrook's in a completely different position, essentially playing on a minimum minimum deal. So am I reading this wrong? Would like Westbrook be his backup? Would that be the plan? Yeah, I don't think Westbrook would start most likely if if Harden comes in. But I guess it would also depend on, you know, can the Clippers do this trade by themselves? Do they I would think they're gonna have to bring in at least a third t- team, maybe a fourth team and you know it just it doesn't feel close at all right now. And that's really the reality with all of these trade watches that we're on in the NBA right now. You know, Damian Lillard, James Harden, Pascal Siakam, their, you know, their names have been 
frequently discussed in trade scenarios, and we know that in two of these cases, Lillard and Harden, that they actually have lodged trade requests and, and want to be moved. But, you know, there is not, this has not been a week of high activity in the NBA. You know, you know, uh, part of the, the new collective bargaining agreement, um, as, as you know, Mark Stein joining us. He writes for Substack. His podcast with Chris Haynes is called This League Uncut. Incredible depth of insight into everything around, around the NBA. I, you know this, I know this, but I don't know if the common fan understands that the new collective bargaining agreement, which uh, goes into effect, what, at the end of this year? Um, no, it's in effect. Oh, in effect, it, right. So it's got, it's so, so, so the reason for a lot of these trades and movements is to, because if you, you want to get away from that second tier, right? The second apron, it's a, it's a luxury tax thing or a, a tax on your, on your salary thing. But the other thing is that they, they created these super max contracts and the idea behind it is all of these small market clubs are like, we, we just keep, we're like, we can't be a farm system for the Lakers and a farm system for the, you know, pick the, pick the newest, hottest or the, 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 the Miami heat, et cetera. Right. Or to keep our guys. But that goes direct, directly in conflict with what, you know, Damian Lillard ultimately is going to wave the white flag and likely go play for the Miami heat. So I guess the, the, the question is, is it still going to be business as usual moving forward where player takes the big contract despite the home and then after getting the big contract a year, two years later, they ask to be traded even though the whole idea of this collective bargaining agreement is for the Utahs and Oklahoma cities and San Antonios of the world to be able to keep the players that they grow? Well, the way it was really interpreted by many teams around the league is that this was designed to basically and super teams that you could have two max guys, but if you tried to have a third, it's going to be really hard to build around them because of all the restrictions when you cross the first tax apron. And then really when you cross the second tax apron, when you cross that second tax apron, you just lose almost every single team building measure there is around your main guys. But the crazy part is as for all the fear of the second apron and all the concern, you know, we, I think on this show, we've talked numerous times about how expensive it will be for Boston just to keep Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum together. They'll probably never have as deep a team as they just had. If they re-sign those two guys to the max deals they're eligible for. But what we've actually seen, we've seen Phoenix go a zillion miles past the second apron. We see Miami trying to get Dane Lillard, which would give them three max, three basically max guys with Butler, Adebayo, and Dame, and then how are they going to build around them? And the Clippers, now this would only be for one year because Harden only has one year left on his deal, but now you know the Clippers, before the draft, they were said to be weighing the option, at least considering the option of trading Paul George and breaking up the Kawhi-Paul George tandem. Now the Clippers are going the other way, and they want – you know, they're, they're considering trading for Harden, which would give, give them three very, very expensive players. So it's interesting that even with these restrictions coming in, next season we could still have three super teams. And we really weren't supposed to have any anymore. It's supposed to be more like what the Lakers are doing. You have LeBron James and you have AD, and those are your two max guys. 
And then the, the you know the the skill is can you build around them? Can you get enough depth around them if you manage the cap well? You know that's more the model that we're supposed to see in this new collective bargaining agreement. But it's interesting that again, starting with the Suns, we're just seeing we're seeing teams that are defying the second apron. Zach Lowe calls it the lead apron. Yeah, well, I mean, part of it is you have some of this new money and the guys are, you know, you get you get a guy, you spend $3 billion on a team, you're like, all right, I spent, I'm pot committed on the team. What the hell? I'll, you know, why not go for a championship when I when I buy buy this team? L- let me let me ask about this Draymond Green thing with uh, things I didn't think we would, we would talk about is Jordan Poole's dad calling out Draymond Green in a back and forth because, remember, Draymond said, I apologize to Jordan, but also to his family. And he's like, you didn't say anything to me all year. Uh, Now there's this Jonathan Kaminga doesn't have a relationship with Draymond Green. Like, look, I get it. I like Draymond. Colin, obviously, in business with Draymond. And he's a tremendous player. But, like, we are getting to the point where, dude, it really feels like it's hard for people to deal with the ego of Draymond Green. Well, you know, I, I, the first three years of the Warriors dynasty, I basically lived with that team. I was, you know, I was embedded with them for Sports Center. I went almost everywhere they did. And, you know, just to me, Draymond Green is an absolute winner. And, you know, I think you, when you, you hear what Steve Kerr says about him and what Stephen Curry says about him, like, I just don't, that, that's what I'm listening to more. You know, I, I certainly am not privy to whatever conversations there were or weren't last season between Draymond Green and Jordan Poole's family. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know that inside and out, but I, I'm just not buying that, 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 you know, there's some huge lingering, you know, they, they had a rough season last year and they didn't win. If they start winning again, like the Warriors have, I think a lot of this stuff goes away. And obviously Kuminga and Moody are still there. But just to me, I've just, I've, in my time, the time that I've spent around that group, like, I, he's, he's just such an integral part of what they do that, I mean, there's always noise around him. There are people who certainly, you know, he's a polarizing figure on some levels. There are always going to be people who don't like some of the things that Draymond says and does, no question, but, you know, Again, I kind of I, I lean on not just the success, but the reverence that he is held in by the key figures in that organization. Uh, are you a buyer into the Lakers uh, from from this standpoint? You know, when free agency ended, people like, well, the Lakers won free agency, and I thought Rob Polinka did well. Like, I'm not criticizing, but there's only so much you can do. Like, that wasn't a championship team last year. It doesn't feel like it's going to be a championship team with LeBron a year older. They were healthy last year. But there seems to be, because people said they won free agency, that suddenly they're a championship caliber team. I don't see it. Where are you on the Lakers? I think they had a very good offseason. I wouldn't say revolutionary. You know, that's too far. But, you know, you you kind of underline the point within what you just said there. I mean, LeBron is heading into season 21, and Anthony Davis, when healthy, is the most disruptive defensive player in the league. But again, when healthy. So the reality is, as well as they've done sprucing up the roster, strengthening the supporting cast, 
it still rides on what LeBron and AD can do and can. You know, we we had Darvin Ham on with us. We did a live pod from Vegas, and mm-hmm. you know, Darvin Ham said he thinks Austin Reeves can reach All Star level someday. If Austin Reeves makes that kind of leap, then that might be the true difference maker beyond the moves of the offseason. Because ultimately, yes, this team is still going as far as LeBron and AD can take it, even though, I, I mean, if you look at where they were a year ago and you look at the rest of the roster now, it is in, in so much better shape. They, they have made a number of very nice moves. Yeah, they've, they've, they've done the best they can with what they have, but that doesn't mean they're going to win a championship kind of be, because of it. That would, that would be the last thing here, Mark, before we let you go. You mentioned that we're kind of in this no man's land where you're not really motivated to get this done When's the next like deadline? When's the next moment where like a Lillard to Harden? When is the, when is the next time where we should really go? This is this is real. This is really will heat up. I think is really the next deadline because do the Blazers want to bring? Do the Blazers want to? Are the Blazers willing to be patient enough to take this thing into the season and ask Damian Lillard? You know, come to training camp. We're not ready to trade you. You know, that's really the next. And that's not till October 2nd. Media day is October 2nd for 28 of the 30 teams in the league. So we've still got quite a bit of summer runway with Lillard, with Harden, and with Siakam. It's still not, I think, if you, you know, teams are still not sure Toronto's level of willingness to trade Siakam. Some teams think they are ready, some teams aren't sure. But I would also say, don't forget, Donovan Mitchell got traded in early September last year. That you know the talks were serious at summer league. They went quiet for a month plus, and and then the trade erupted. So it can happen. Mark Stein, NBA correspondent on Substack, and more importantly, check out his podcast with Chris Haynes. It's called This League Uncut. Wherever you download your podcast, Mark, have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us in the herd. And I need to hear Ryan Music on the news. My our producer from This League Uncut, the great Ryan Music. Let's do it. Here's Ryan Music with the news. This is the herd line. A lot, lot of Cal State system guys here. We had That's um, right public schools. We had uh, we had Mark Stein. He's a Cal State Fullerton alum. Jason Stewart, Cal State Fullerton. Of course, Ryan Music, who's a Cal State Northridge. That's right. Go alum. Matadors. I just I just had uh, dinner last night with Mark Godfrey, former head coach of the Matadors. Look at that. There you go. You're not a Cal State guy, but you were a state school guy. Sure. My are my go taxes folks. my taxes uh, pay for the Cal State system? Right. That's fair. There That's fair. All right, let's uh, turn our attention to the NFL here. Doug, have you watched any of the quarterback series I on have. Netflix? I yeah. have. It's really good. Yeah, I fell asleep to it last night, actually. I was watching it. You know, so good actually. that it's good to sleep to. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, it's quite entertaining. I've enjoyed it as well. Uh, in an interview discussing the series, Patrick Mahomes was asked who the most underrated quarterback in the NFL is. He said, Kirk Cousins. I think this guy right here in the interview, they were sitting next to each other. I mean, if you look at Kirk over <laughs> so, here. So uncomfortable. <laughs> if you look at Kirk over here, man wins every year, puts up great stats, did it in Washington, does it in Minnesota. Talk to any other quarterback in the league, they're going to say the same thing. Marcus Mariota said, I agree with that. I've been in a few systems, a few coaches. A lot of tape we watch is of Kirk. Uh, guy wins consistently year in and year out. Continues to prove why he is one of the top quarterbacks in the league. I, I don't. I I think I, once we got to that end thing, that's when you're like, mm, like 
Kirk Cousins is one of those guys that you can do everything right, like makes the right reads, makes the right throws. He's way, way better. Like, here's what I think. Derek Carr is the most overrated quarterback in the league, right? Because I don't think Derek Carr was very good this year at, at all. I, I just don't. Like, anybody who paid attention to the Raiders, like, he's not that good. Um, whereas they, and, and because he's been surrounded by chaos and he got hurt that one year they went to the playoffs, he's kind of gotten a pass. Um, whereas Kirk Cousins, because of the failures in prime time and because and he's just a dork, right? That it's hard to go like, well, he's a dude. <laughs> so, I, whereas I actually think they're like Kirk is a little bit better, not that much, but a little bit better than Derek Carr, but it's more how they're perceived. So it's really important we talk about and it's more a perception than a like he's not Pat Mahomes. He's not he's not in the He's not in the neighborhood of Pat Mahomes, Justin Herbert. Um, like, pick any of the, the talented young quarterbacks. Joe Burrow, Josh Joe Burrow. Allen. Not, he's not even close yeah. to those guys. Aaron Rodgers, not close. But he's way, way better than the public perception would be. And that, I think, is an accurate thing. It's also super uncomfortable when sitting next to you, <laughs> right? I mean, sitting next to you, like, what are you supposed to say? And that's right, Music with the News. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The herd. Who's your favorite news. producer you ever had? Like I'm sitting here staring at Ryan Music and and uh, and Jason Stewart, my former producer, my current producer, you know. And I, 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 I like me to go like, you know, I really liked working with uh, my boy Jeremiah Crow or Adam Klug. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like love those guys, but as we all know, uh, it's a it's a two man race between Ryan Music and Jason Stewart. It's the best guys I've ever worked with. Most underrated, most underpaid in what they what they do. Coming up next, NIL, name, image, and likeness. Um, how is it affecting college football from the perspective of one of the truth tellers in college football? We'll get to that next. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar. Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 
This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Tacovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Doug Oliman for Collins, the herd on a Friday. Friday! Here on Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app. Music, big plans for the weekend? Going to uh, Barbie tonight with my wife. That's right. <laughs> now, is she like dressing in pink, painting her nails, uh, putting her hair up? Uh, yeah, it's like a full date night. Um, I don't know if she's dressing in pink. I think she might be. Are you doing the Are you doing the Ken thing? I mean, you can't have a no, beard. I'm not really the Ken look. I'm not doing the Ken look. Okay, um, so like, um, how like far in are you going with this date? Like, did you just plan a special dinner? Or is it a one well, of the rest one of the cinemas you tr- where you can get the food there? Like, <laughs> if you if you truly want the full story, yes. the full story was. Uh, I've been looking forward to seeing Oppenheimer for Me a too. long time. Sure. So like, we actually pre-ordered tickets for Oppenheimer like a month ago. The company she works for is like a partner with Barbie, so we ended up having to get a refund for the Oppenheimer tickets to go to the company event for the Barbie premiere tonight. What's the company event? Uh, she works for Paul Mitchell, the hair care company. Nice. They're like the official sponsor of the Barbie world sure. in Santa Monica, so we're going to the event before and then the movie at eight. So there. That's why we had to cancel the original date night for this. I, I would totally be your plus one for that. That sounds like a, that sounds like a that sounds like a great time. It's going to be a good time. Really, really, really good time. Okay, I like that. They're there, there. Um, all right, share with you my uh, weekend plans upcoming. But first, um, SEC media days. So what you get in media days is usually like there's like five things that every coach always talks about. Right, man. Kids worked hard in the summer. Right, unbelievable summer. The weight room. Wait, room, right? Usually something about academics. You know, we, um, our guys, I mean, killing it in the classroom, killing it in the classroom. Really proud of the work that they're doing in their online classes that we don't actually know if they're actually doing it themselves, right? <clears throat> killing it in the classroom. Uh, something about how great the conference is. <sighs> our league. Whew. I mean, how does anybody intend to win a game in our league, right? Um, also something about usually, usually um, about how it's going to be difficult in terms we just the, the talent that we brought in recruiting class. Really, this is this is we we have the guys that fit what we need. We went out, our assistant coaches, we got great kids. And then the last and they're all great kids. And then the last thing is the state of college football, the state of college sports is usually abject disaster. Right. Because that's what everybody would be. Don't everything's on fire. Don't worry, I got it. But um, when I was over at uh, at ESPN, we started this. Um, Adam Kluge, I mentioned my former producer. He's a Georgia alum. We start. We called it the. Uh, you know, they have the the what the Tyson mode, or the, like the Mike Tyson, where you can't. There's no story about Mike Tyson. 
that you wouldn't believe to be true, right? So I, th- I thought Steve Spurrier in football reached the point where Steve Spurrier was so well-respected, won a Heisman Trophy, won national championship, won national championship at Florida, right? Fun and gun, changed college football. There was no story about Steve Spurrier. No, no, Steve Spurrier became the ultimate truth teller. He could be in the Spurrier zone where he could just say whatever he wanted. He used to, when he's in South Carolina, go, well, he used to love to play Georgia first couple games of the year because they always have a couple guys suspended. And it was true. Georgia always has a couple guys suspended at the start of the year. But like, who says that? Steve Spurrier. Well, Lane Kiffin's kind of in that mode now as well. Right? Like, he's gone through so many different, you know, he was part of that unbelievable run at SC. Then he's the head coach of the Raiders. Then remember, Al Davis fires him and he has the overhead projector and calls him a liar. He's a liar. Lane Kiffin's a liar. Then he goes to Tennessee. They kind of get it going. And then he, like, leaves for USC. Also get it going. But then it falls apart. Gets fired on the tarmac at LAX after getting blasted by Arizona State. Then, like, kind of goes into a bit of a... Uh, a vortex, ends up at Florida Atlantic, gets that thing going, and ends up, now he's at Ole Miss. And Ole Miss is like a can't-lose job. Like, if you if you win, it's amazing. If you finish 500, like, ah, it's Ole Miss. But because he's been through so much, and he's such a public figure, and I think people think, a guy knows what he's doing on offense with quarterbacks. He can tell the truth. Here's what he said about NIL. You know, so I'm going to address the portal NIL what I kind of call disaster that we're in. It's just created a lot of issues. These roster changes, I'm not complaining about it because we take advantage, obviously, of free agency. But at the same time, I don't think that's really good for college football. These massive overhauls of rosters every year really is not in the best interest of college football. It's not. And to anyone who says, hey, man, it's just like professional sports. No, it's not. In professional sports, you have a contract. You're not a free agent every year. Right? You're not a free agent every year. You can't build continuity. With the transfer portal guys can, hey, I'm not playing, I'm out. NIL was intended to be, hey, you play great and dude wants to have you rep his car company? By all means. Now it's you pay a guy before he ever plays a down. So how do you know if he's ever going to fit in your culture or ever going to achieve anything? I do think that, and Lane Kiffin said it perfectly, like, look, we benefited from Ole Miss. We got great boosters. We're in the SEC. We got a bunch of money. We went out and, and got guys. That doesn't mean it's the best possible thing. 30. One of the biggest name offensive coordinators in college football to- told me, and I quote, if you thought the previous system was exploitation, wait to see how these kids get exploited in the future. Because they all think they're worth 150, 200, 250 grand. They get out of college football. They don't make the NFL. They're in for a rude awakening. Keep an eye on it. I'm Doug Gottlieb for Colin. Coming up next, wait till you hear what Aaron Rodgers said about the Jets' first day at camp. That's next in The Herd. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort 
with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 